Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live from Dallas Trading Floor. It is Friday, and uh, hope everyone's doing good. Market is uh, moving a little bit, a uh, little lower. There's been, uh, you know, we, it's uh, it, it's coming back a little bit in late trading, but it seems to be moving a little bit lower. And um, so I'm kind of, uh, uh, I'm kind of putting the kibosh on new longs. Uh, long positions that I'm taking. I did take a position, though, in the SQQQ today, which uh, does uh, move against the general market. We'll see how that's doing uh, here in a second. Uh, but uh, just wanted to get into some of the slides here. Um, you know, the NASDAQ, of course, is uh, has been pulling back. And, uh, you know, this is definitely the case. But it, it bounced a little bit. It's at 13.220 when this was taken. The S&P was up. Dow Jones is off about a percent. And uh, the volume is about even. So kind of a mixed, you know, mixed bag here when it, when it, when it comes to that. Um, you know, it, it's just uh, it's, it's, the market trend is under pressure. Uh, that's all we can say. Oh, there we go. There's the NASDAQ composite slide that I wanted to see. <laughs> um, and uh, NASDAQ composite currently is at 13.2. 137. It's uh, it's up a little bit. It bounced a little bit. It, it moved almost down to the 1300 level, and then it bounced up. Really, the the key level here, though, is uh, this red line here. That's the that's the key level. So it seems as if it's tested the 40 day line. The question is, will it go lower? My guess is it probably will, uh, based on a number of factors. So here's what I've been doing. Uh, I'm I'm more than 50 percent in cash. I'm more like about 85% in cash, uh, and uh, I am not really initiating any new positions. Now, I did put on a hedge today with one full position in the SQQQ that's in the small portfolio, but that is a very temporary thing, uh, you know, and I I will remove that if, um, you know, if, if, if it looks like the market direction is going to change. So that's a little bit of a hedge there. Uh, also, um, we're uh, uh, this this the uh, the spider. Uh, it's pulled back, you know, significantly. Uh, currently, the uh, the key level here is about three eighty. It's at three eighty two, so it's right above that level. It has basically tested, and it's moving higher. But the question is, can that can that uh, can it keep going? There's one issue that I do think that is significant, and this is this huge volume spike that happened yesterday when it hit. So I do kind of expect um, this possibly to pull down lower, but we just, we'll just have to see for Monday what's going to happen in terms of that. Just wanted to put up something that you might be of interest. This might be of interest to you. This is an article I saw. And I thought it was very, very interesting. The question is, um, you know, everybody is probably going to get a stimulus check, but the question is how uh, can you improve on that and improve on that number? So, uh, basically, uh, the stimulus amount, this is only if you're in the U.S., of course, uh, will be calculated off your 2019 uh, tax return. Now, I'm not an, I'm not a tax accountant, so <laughs> this is not any. Uh, this, I, I have a total disclaimer on this, but I just thought this was very interesting. Um, you know, so you might want to take a look at this. I probably, uh, you know, uh, basically. You know, if you lost your job in 2020, uh, you actually may qualify for a larger uh, 2020 tax return 
uh, if you file your, your taxes early. Now, you may not be able to do that, but if you can, this might result in a larger number uh, than, 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 a, than a larger number. So, um, you know, basically, is as long as your 2019 income tax return was below the phase-out, and we, are, we don't know if that's going to be yet, uh, then uh, you should delay file, you know, delay filing your 2020 return. So very common. If you lost your job this year, you may want to file your 2020 early. If you didn't, you might not want to. So it's kind of complicated, but this might help with getting a larger stimulus payment because that looks like what's going to happen uh, coming up here. So kind of interesting. Just want to show you my long positions currently. Uh, this is in the small portfolio, by the way. And uh, I am basically long Ford Halliburton Rent-A-Center Mosaic. And then uh, I'm actually short because this is a, even though it says long up here, it, this is this is a shorting technique with the pro shares. Uh, I'm, uh, so this gives you kind of an idea. I'm doing quite, you know, uh, it seems like Rent-A-Center is moving very nicely. Rent-A-Center is a sort of a counter-cyclical stock. It typically does better in when times aren't so good. Now, I do have a short contract on Salesforce.com. And as the price uh, drops on this, uh, the value of this uh, contract goes goes up. So it's a basically a um, it, it's a basically a bear a bear call spread. And I put that out on the uh, action trade alerts. Um, I put that out on the action trade alerts so that you can take a look at that. So if you want to sign up, of course, for the action trailers, super easy to do. Um, now, I want to show you a very interesting thing I'm working on right now. It's not ready to go, but I do believe that when the economy re reopens, um, Boeing is likely to be a company that has a lot of issues and is likely to have some problems. They've had some problems with their engines, and they've had some problems with their planes. And I do think that uh, long-term, well, from, from now until about April, I do think that Boeing is likely to go into a decline. Now, I'm just going to go over this here shortly. Hopefully, if you're on the action trade alerts, I'll send this out as I develop this trade. This is trade is derived from a trade that actually appeared in the Investor Business Daily. So I'm, I'm pretty confident that uh, it looks pretty good to me. Now, this is an unusual trade in that normally a bear put spread has a one-for-one -one ratio where you, you, sell, um, you, you, you sell the higher put and then you 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 uh th then and then you you buy the lower put. Well, in this case, this is sort of a double bearish position where we sell the uh the sixteenth April to to ten put, and we sell also two more um uh, one ninety put. So this is a little bit more risky because you know if it if if uh, if this did go to zero, you would you know it would be it, it, the re the maximum risk would be fifty six thousand dollars. But obviously you'll never let it get to that point. The maximum return on this one uh, basically is uh, about twenty four hundred dollars. So uh, and it does break even at about eight eighty. This is the expected return table uh, that I kind of wanted to show you really quickly. Uh, so it's kind of unusual in that it tends to as the as the uh, as the stock drops in value, then it potentially moves uh, to more and more of a um, uh, more and more profit on this one. So I'll be talking. I, I will probably be putting this one out um, when I kind of craft it over this weekend. Probably won't be out until probably for Saturday or Sunday. Up, but uh, this is just kind of the uh, you know sort of how I'm putting it together right now. So and. 
<laughs> after all of that, let's get to uh, some of the questions. And, and thanks for holding on here. Let's change this over here. All right. And uh, let's see. There we go. And we're going to put the new one in. All right, there we go. Um, all right, so let's take a look at the first question. Thanks for holding on here. Uh, let's see. Let's look at um, uh, Will uh, is interested in CRM. Let's you know because I do have a bull cut put spread on this one. Uh, I mean, a bear a bear call spread. Excuse me, a bear call spread on this one. Uh, I am very interested in this one. So CRM, of course, is is Salesforce, and Salesforce kind of you know. Took a swan dive, unfortunately. Um, you know, fortunate for me, I guess, but uh, not for my other people. This can be a problem in this in, in this kind of market. You have to be careful because, um, you know, even if they report good earnings, and and uh, you know, and Salesforce definitely did report good earnings. Their uh, their earnings were up fifty eight percent. Still, with all that, uh, you would think that they would have done better, but that is not the case. Uh, they uh, there was quite a fall off. Let's see if we could zoom in on that. As you can see there, quite a fall off on the price. Uh, the relative strength line is down. Uh, that is not good. Uh, and so all in all, it looks like it. It you know the next stop on this potentially, um, you know is is potentially this this line here, this two um, the, this this two twelve this two twelve um 99 line if it breaks through this lower resistance band here then it's probably going to go lower so i don't know i suspect it's going to bounce right at about uh two 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 uh 213 that's going to be probably where i close my trade is if uh if it gets to this level then i will probably close the trade so i do kind of expect a bounce there but right now it's just been selling off pretty hard and uh you know, if you're down more than 30% on this one, I think that, you know, you, you ought to be a little bit careful uh, because, as you can see, the industry rank has fallen significantly. There are 197 different sectors, and this one is 140. So the, the money is moving away from the compute this computer software uh, sector right now. So it may be a good idea, possibly, to uh, consider selling uh, at, at this point, if you're down seven percent, you should definitely sell. But if you have a little profit in this one, you know it might not be a bad. It might be not be a bad idea. Taking a look at the checklist, it does still meet meet the minimums on the checklist. I mean, I typically take anything six out of nine or better on the O'Neill checklist, but uh, this one definitely is there. So it still hasn't it still hasn't uh, come back to that. But here's the thing: I don't currently think. It depends on, on how it reacts at this lower consolidation at two twelve ninety nine. If it pulls past, pulls below that on Monday, it's a definite sell signal. If you're down more than seven percent right now, it's a sell signal too. So, probably a good time to be looking to be a little bit more careful. Right now, it's not a very good time to be initiating new positions. Uh, it's just it it's just it's just one of those it's just one of those things uh, where you know, uh, w because until the, until the market returns 
to a uh, uptrend, uh, uh, to to a confirmed uptrend, I think we have to be extremely careful in terms of uh, where we're initiating. And uh, I'm literally not putting on any new any new uh, positions until I get a, a kind of a kind of an all clear signal. So that's sort of where I'm looking at it. Now this is a question on Toyota, which is a you know fantastic company. And by the way, they moved their North American headquarters here to Dallas, so it's kind of interesting. They were in Torrance for like 50 years, I think. And uh, but anyways, they moved to Plano, Texas, and I'm really I'm just close to to Plano here. Um, as you can see with this chart, uh, this is not an opportune time to be buying it, uh, as we are we we are still we're in it we're in a little bit of a localized downtrend here, as you can see from from the chart. I'm showing you the I'm showing you the the daily chart here. So let's kind of look over at the at the weekly chart to see kind of more of a uh, you know high level view on this. You know we've definitely fallen down. Uh, to to you know we're at 148. It's got a relative strength of 37. The the volume is increasing, and this is very interesting. So anytime we get that, and this moves over the average volume, that is sort of beginning to start to look like a sell signal. Let's take a look to see. Yeah, we have. It's not truly a sell signal yet on Toyota TM, but it's looking very much like there is a sell. Sig, you know, it, there, there is, there is, there's a lot of selling interest here, because if if you have two red bars and they both kind of converge here in the middle, that can be, uh, that can be something that you might want to be careful about. I do think we have a potential of it moving down to about 140, uh, or possibly as low as the 200-day moving average here. That definitely could happen. Uh, so right now, you don't want to initiate any positions in um you know in, in uh in, in Toyota you just want to be extremely careful and um you know so uh you just you just really you just really have you really have to be uh be careful on this um uh on on, on the stock it's not a buy uh great company but um right now i think you've got to be excessively careful and it's it's absolutely not a buy right now. So be very, very careful with Toyota Motor. Uh, if you're down more than 7%, I recommend probably selling and then possibly looking, you know, if it pulls back more than to buy it on the rebound. But I really, uh, with Toyota here, I think you got to be very careful and, uh, you know, not, uh, um, you know, you not not be buying at the, at this at this level because I just think you know the market is under pressure, and we have a very uh, you know we have we have a lot of potential for it moving lower. So, thanks for the question. All right, uh, <laughs> can you go over NNDM? Let's look at NNDM just real quick. NNDM is Nano Dimensions. <laughs> And it is, unfortunately, it's kind of pulling back. Uh, let me just kind of zoom in. I'm going to look at the weekly chart here first. Um, you know, this is the 3D printer company, and this is the this is the um, the weekly chart on it. Uh, let's kind of go out to the monthly. I kind of want to get an idea for this. Yeah, this has been around for a long time, and as you can see, there's been increasing volume. Um, there's been the increasing volume over the years, but it looks as if. It, at least this week, it's pulled back from about 18 to 15. The question is, 
is that uh, you know is is that is that pullback significant? Let's kind of look here. Well, it's only got a fifty-five checklist. The ownership is uh, it's very very thin. Fourteen funds in it, not very many. Uh, the the industry rank is good at forty-five. Here's what I would say with this. I'm going to take a look back at the weekly chart here. Um, well, actually, let's look at the daily chart on the daily action. Um, you know, I just I just think that uh, it doesn't. This might bounce at the 200 day line. That would be at five dollars, but uh, does not look does not look good right now. The trend is decidedly down. <laughs> this one. So I'm sorry to sorry to tell you that. Um, this is part of the reason why I recommend very very highly that if you're in a stock um, that uh, falls more than 7%, you need to sell it. And the reason you do is not because it won't come back. It may come back, but you don't want to ever become a long-term owner. That's what people say when they've lost more than about 7 or 8% in it. I'm going to I'm going to wait. I'm going to see it turn around. I'm a long-term uh, I'm I'm a long-term investor. Well, in the long term we're all dead. So if it's pulled back more than 7%, just consider selling it. Right now is the time to preserve your capital. I mean, I think that uh, it really is a good time to preserve your capital. So thank you, Dave, for that. And um, let's look at Airbnb. Airbnb just reported, um, you know, and I think it did fairly well. I'm not in it. Um, you know, I think uh, we're going to see uh, a rotate, you know, the, the overall market probably um, is is going to retreat a little bit. Um, part of the thing is is that uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you realize this. We just started a uh, conflict in Syria, which kind of sucks, in my opinion. I don't think you know <laughs> the minute the minute that Biden got in. Sorry, I, this, I should politic here, but boy, he started that war right up right up on on. He's only four weeks into the presidency, and now we have a war there. So I don't think that's very good for uh, a lot of stocks. But anyways, that's, <laughs> that is what it is. Um, let's take a look at Airbnb. It's up $30 today. That is incredible. Um, uh, let's, yeah, let's see if I can, I can give you any thoughts on it. That looks tremendous. Um, I guess Airbnb is doing good. So just kind of look at the action here. Um, yeah, it really liked that report. Let's see what, I don't know. I don't know if they made a profit. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, we're still, oh, okay. We still haven't reported yet. I think they're going to report after the bell. So, um, hmm. boy, I don't know. This, this is a little bit risky here. Uh, it does. It has pulled up well above the 10 day line. It's, it's a little bit extended. Um, the last buy point on it was here, you know, and that was, um, you know, it's a while ago. So, Let's see if I can get an idea, uh, a buy point on that. The IPO at 66. So let's see. The IPO base, uh, 174.97. So um, what could I say about that? It's it's moving up. The, the It's fallen below the 10-day line, but it's still well above the 21-day uh, exponential. So that's that's looking pretty good. And and this I do like the, this relative strength. Now, the question is, when do they report? So let me, let's see if I can get, I think they report, I think they may have reported or they reported tonight. So let me get, see if I can get some more information on that. 
uh, right now. So let's let's kind of take a look to see if there's any news on. Okay, so let's see what's cooking here. Take a second for it to pull up, and hopefully we'll have some information. Just kind of going to scan through this. Um, you know, I just kind of want to scan through this uh, um, this article here. Uh, really quickly uh, to see. Um, there we go. And let's kind of see what we have in terms of in terms of that. So oh um looking at the Airbnb Airbnb. Uh Johnson Johnson Apple well, heck, okay, Airbnb sort. Oh, wow, look at that. Okay, in fast turn after posting a revenue uh, revenue late le- a Thursday. Okay, vacation rental company. Uh, better than expected gross bookings. Okay, well, there you go. So this one might be the one that's bucking bucking the trend. This this one, this one might, you know, Airbnb may be the one that's going to pull it out. Um, uh, I probably wouldn't be in this one, but. Uh, it, it's 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 looking pretty good in terms of its uh, you know in in terms of the way it's going. Would I buy it at this level? Well, it's really too far extended for me. I wouldn't buy it probably above this blue zone here, which basically is uh, right at about uh, you know one eighty. So I'm going to take a wait see on this one myself. I'm not in Airbnb, Airbnb but uh, I would probably not be buying this one but if you're in it don't don't get out because you've made some good profit here's the thing ratchet up your stop loss and uh you know especially if you're in you know at some of these lower levels you know you just kind of want to keep putting that stop loss up and then eventually it's going to pull back to the 10-day line but i would set my stop loss basically right at about the 10-day line which is currently about 201 so that's where i would be uh looking to put my flag in the in the sand there at about 201 so if you if you're in it i wouldn't recommend getting in it right now but if you're in it uh you know try to move that stop loss up um about uh 201 is probably a very good level for that so um thanks for that uh, that one okay is rcii still a buy okay this is um uh, by the way for kyle thank you for that and by the way thank you for those backgrounds really nice um RCII is Rent-A-Center. <laughs> and Rent-A-Center tends to do well in sort of some downturns. And it's it's been doing okay uh, as of late. It's pulled up quite a bit. And unfortunately, it's just, it's a tough one to buy. It's a little bit extended. And uh, that is a concern for me. So but let's go to the weekly chart and take a look at Rent-A-Center to see if... Um, it will give us a place, kind of a, a, a place to buy. It just, oh, no, it's going to be tough to buy it. Uh, as you can see, this is by, th- this is where I have my stop loss in right here, uh, you know, right about at the, tw- at the um, uh, you know, I have, I have my stop loss in, uh, and I'm going to reactivate that, uh, basically in at the 21-day t- t- line. That's an alert that I just reactivated there. Um, here's the thing on this. There, there really, unfortunately, is no good place to buy this because 
it's too far extended um, with safety. I mean, you could absolutely buy it, but uh, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to buy it at this at, at this level. See if it pulls back. I, I think it might pull back. Uh, you know, it. I don't know if it's going to pull back to the to the 10-day line, but if it pulls back to about 54 and then reverses, then I think you could get it. But right now, I think you got to be careful. I think sort of in some ways the ship has left the, the – the, the Elvis is out of the building here, I'm afraid, a little bit because – um, the problem with buying it now, it's pretty far extended. And when you buy a stock extended, it has, especially in this market. Now, if we were not under a mark, if the market was in a confirmed uptrend still and wasn't in an uptrend under pressure, I would say go for it because, uh, you know, you're more likely. But right now, you've got to be a little bit more careful. So I would say on this one, I think with Renaissance Center, I'm afraid you probably can't. Uh, it's it's probably not a good time right at this at this moment. So let's take a look from TikTok. So let's see if I've got a question. I'm just pulling back. Oh, what I'm doing here is I'm, oh, there we go. GameStop. Uh, GameStop buying average 100%. Should I sell or hold? Well, this is a great question. Um, thanks for that, by the way. Uh, thanks. Thanks very, thanks very much for that. Um, you know, for that question on GameStop, because I do think that, uh, you know, GameStop, um, you know, is is you know is potentially one of the one of the real stories. So let's go to GameStop, uh, GME. Now, here's what I would do with GameStop. I never recommend selling right immediately. Now it's down. It's it's down a little bit today, about uh, six dollars and forty cents. Here's what I would recommend doing on this one. I would set my stop loss at about uh, one hundred right here. That's where I would sell it uh, because I do think it's going lower. As you can see, it, it had a little bit of a, this was the first climax top it had here. And then it had a secondary one. And of course they're selling off. So this is probably going to go back down probably to about the, the, the 21 day exponential. So let me zoom in along that a little bit to kind of see if we can get a little bit more detail uh, on that, on that. So we can get an idea just move it over here. There we go. So here's the thing. Um, right now, I think the place that you you could defend your profit uh, would be right at right at the right at the uh, twenty one day went right at right at the twenty one day line. Um, I wouldn't necessarily. I I think that probably your best bet though is to put a stop loss in at about 100 or sell now because I do think it's going to come down more and I think it's going to come down to about the you know the 22 to maybe $30 range because the skirt squeeze has ended it looks like based on this chart so uh probably a good time to uh, you know to oops to to be out of um out of GameStop right now and this is a, a question from um from TikTok so Thank you for that. Um, all right. So let's go to the next question. And that is basic GameStop um, getting hot again. <laughs> Do you think uh, tons of, you know what? I think, I think with GameStop, I think we've got to be very careful. Um, we're, you know, the market, the market direction has changed somewhat since just last week. The, you know, we were, we're kind of flirting. We're not in a, we're not in a correction yet, but, but, but the market is down significantly off of its highs, um, 
last week. So uh, we are moving into a you know a market under pressure. So I just I don't think it would be wise right now to enter any GameStop uh, positions. I just don't because I don't think it's I think it's going to get very strange. Um, and you have much, uh, much in cruise stocks like Royal or uh, getting rising. You know what? The thing about it is, is that, uh, no, I think long-term uh, they are also <laughs> going to be probably not as good. It's, uh, I've, I've heard rumors that with Royal Caribbean and some of the other, uh, other cruise ship companies, they're actually looking to potentially – uh, scrap most a lot of their a lot of their older ships just because there's just no there's just no demand but let's look at ccl and that's carnival they're probably the big one in the group and they've been rising up a little bit i mean you know it's not totally uh you know it's 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 not totally a uh lost cause with uh with carnival but um you know it definitely is a situation where you know we do have we do have a we we do have the beginnings of a um, uh, of a base here. Uh, the the buy point on Carnival Cruise Lines is twenty uh, twenty four thirty eight, but I probably wouldn't buy it. And the reason is, is I just I think we're going to see more pain in this industry right now. Uh, you know, right now we're looking at a forty four checklist, which is really not good enough uh, in terms of, in to my way of thinking. Uh, for, uh, you know, you know, to, to see that. So uh, I, I just, I, I don't think, you know, even though it does have a very good base formation here, uh, I wouldn't probably be in this um, right now. Let's look at the ownership. Uh, we still have quite a, a long term of funds in this, a, a thousand funds, but none of the really, really good funds are in it. As you can see, there's, there's a blank here. So none of the really good funds are in it. Um, this is a, it's, it's a relatively good sector. At 57, but you know, I just, I just would take a pass on it right now. I just think that there's a lot of other places that you could be uh, that that are better. It's got a relative strength of 64. Uh, it it has had a lot of action. I mean, this is a this is a uh, this is a cup, uh, you know, without handle pattern with a, with a buy point at first stage at 24.38. So uh, it potentially could hold higher, but I think it's going to I think it's going to uh, create a handle here. And so again, I, you know, I'm I'm sounding such negative here. I'm not recommending anything. It seems like today, and I and I'm not not only like that. So, but I just think you got to be a little bit careful here. And I just I just think it's you know it's going to be more difficult to um, you know to 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 buy anything here. I just I I don't see it unfortunately. Um, <laughs> what do you think about mining Bitcoin? This is uh, just wanted to kind of show everybody the that's uh the screen here on um for bitcoin uh basically <laughs> basically here's the thing about mining bitcoin i i uh i don't know i i you know i i like bitcoin but i i prefer the gbtc the the grayscale bitcoin trust that's that's sort of I, I think that you know there's enough gold in the market to mine it at all times. So, uh, but uh, you know, talking about that, let's look at the GBTC. Uh, this is how I hold Bitcoin. I'm currently out of this, but uh, this is a this is a uh, interesting. Um, this is a this is a very interesting uh, exchange traded fund. And what this what what uh, 
um, you know, what, what it does is of course it, uh, it, it, uh, it holds about 4% of the world's Bitcoin, but it's, it's completely exchange uh, tradable. So you can put this in Iris and all that other kind of stuff. That's why I kind of really like this. Um, you know, I, I, I do, I do kind of like this, uh, the, this way of doing things with the crystal. It's pulled back, you know, it's, it's down 6% today. This is just it, overall general, weakness in the market one of the things one of the things that kind of started i think this slide was the fact that uh um you know the interest rates have started to 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 move up this is gonna this is gonna disfavor um bitcoin a little bit at least in the near term and also we're seeing more um you know we're 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 just seeing a pullback in the market in general we're seeing a rotation out of some of the tech stocks into some of the cyclical stocks. And the reason that's happening is because um, with interest rates, actually now some of these, some of these treasury bonds paying some money, they were paying almost nothing, zero, uh, that it looks as if, you know, the, the, the there's going to be a little bit of a movement away from some of the growth stocks, which also pay nothing. And everything is based on their price action. So, uh, I do think that uh, for Bitcoin, at least for the at least for the uh, time being, let's wait on this one again. Here I am, Mister Wait, 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 you know, Wait, Wait, <laughs> Wait, Wait guy. Uh, but I do think that we are coming up on a potential, uh, you know, a potential uh, rebound here, and it's going to be at the forty day line, which is about at thirty nine. So if this pulls back to about thirty nine, watch for a potential reversal. But right now. It's just not looking. It's just not looking good uh, on Bitcoin on on, on GBTC either. <laughs> and I had this last week, so but I got but I sold out of it. So that's kind of the kind of the deal. Um, so it's a tough market to invest right now because there's not a whole lot popping up. Uh, and you have much uh, cruise stocks. Well, you know, with the cruise stocks, I just think that you know the reopening trade. Uh, stocks, you just got to be super careful with right now, because the the condition of the market has changed somewhat, and we are, you know, we're basically at a point now where um, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. Uh, it's it's going to be a little bit more difficult out there. Question on Palantir, Neo. Uh, let's take Neo first because Neo has seen a big retreat. Uh, let's see if they're coming back today. No, not really, unfortunately. Um, I, I think that, uh, you know, who, who knows, who knows what's going to happen, you know, even tomorrow, but, uh, the, there's been a pull down in Neo. And I think that, you know, what's happened is that they reported their, 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 their numbers. They just aren't making enough vehicles and it's very much affecting them. Uh, this is the trend of course on Neo and it is, it is below the, the 40 day line. The question is, uh, you know, and and in the past, you see, it's gotten support at that forty-day line. It's bounced, but it it went it went straight through. So it kind of fell through the uh, ceiling there, and it's headed lower. So, uh, Neo, if you're you know, I would close my position on this, especially if you're down more than seven uh, percent. And I would not be a buyer at this point. I just uh, I just wouldn't be a buyer. Okay, let's look at Palantir. Uh, and see if we can get something good with that. And of course, I was in Palantir and I did get shaken out. And I've been kind of waiting to re-enter. I still think it's a great company, but this chart just isn't 
you know, cooperating that much. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it, as you can see, it, again, just like everything else, it's a solid downtrend here with Palantir. So, uh, again, it still has a high relative strength at 90, and uh, but we're below the 3350 consolidation point. So I do think that we're probably going to see it pull as low as 2250 and maybe even below that. But right now, it's not a good time to be in this. So this is not, um, uh, at least for right now, it's not a good time uh, to 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 buy this. So I, I would I would watch this this. Don't buy it. And that's that's with um, um, you know that's that's with. Um, with Palantir, I just think that uh, it's difficult to, um, you know, to, to, to buy this at this point. It's just a little bit, it's just pulled a little bit too low. And, you know, and right now it's a tough, you know, it's a tough day to buy because uh, the market is still uh, retreating a little bit. Let's take a look at uh, the NASDAQ composite. I just kind of want to see how that's trading off of the, yeah, okay. It's pulled back up a little bit. This is a really, this is really key in terms of um, in terms of what we're seeing, uh, basically the reason the, the reason for my concern this is the entire Nasdaq uh, is that as long as the it's it's trending it's above this green line here then we're in a situation where we're still starting we're still accumulating in this in the Nasdaq stocks when it starts to fall below and especially. If it falls below the forty-day line, if it if it falls decisively below this forty-day line and to the to the two hundred line, we will be in correction. The correction is from about here to here. That's that's where the that's where the correction will be, if it happens. Now, hopefully, it won't happen. But we are in a um, market trend under pressure, and the reason we are is because you can see, uh, you know, it 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 it's tested and bounced, tested and bounced, and it looks like it's testing. And hopefully it'll bounce higher, but right now, right now it's still kind of in a, in a place where we might see a retreat of 10% or more. So uh, this is one of the reasons why I think you have to have a lot of more caution right now in the market. Uh, it just it just seems like you know it's uh, it, it's it's doing doing that. Uh, okay, uh, this is another question with CLF and. Uh, Cleveland Cliffs. I did have a bear call spread. I mean, a, a a bear a bear put spread on this one. I and I did. Yeah, I, I got lucky on this one. It, it worked out for me. I did close it, but uh, unfortunately, they just didn't make their number. Um, CLF is uh, this. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, and it's just it's just continuing to to move lower and lower and lower. So. Um, you know, when it falls below the 40-day the line, this red line here, I'm usually out because, you know, that could be a problem. I did close my position. Again, I did not actually own the underlying stock on this one. I had a um, I had a, a bear call. I had, I had a bear put spread, which is very unusual, uh, that I did close. And I, I made a little profit, but, you know, I probably, you know, I probably could have made more profit had I had, I, had, I, had, I had it a little bit different. But uh, right now, it still has a good relative strength, but, you know, again, I don't think this one, you know, again, I think this is pulling back and it's probably going to pull back hard. Uh, let's see if the checklist, well, it's still a 66 checklist. The ownership is, is, is quite good. 
uh, and the industry and sector is better. I mean, it's seven. So even the really bad, even really the really good sector, some some of them are not performing as well. So if you're down more than seven percent on this one, I think you got to be uh, potentially pulling up stakes because it uh, does not, you know, at least for right now. It appears to be kind of the direction uh, that it's uh, that it's going. Okay, so uh, happy Friday! Thank you. Oh, that's Pelgier. Oh, Pelgier and Blink. Let's look at Blink. Uh, I've been out of Blink now for a little over a week. Um, it got it it got a little bit weak on me, and then I just had to kind of pull the pull the plug. I do think that potentially this one will bounce back, but right now uh, it is. Uh, it's definitely pulled lower. I mean, you know, my my key signal here was when it when it dropped below the um, b- below the twenty uh, one day line. And typically, I mean, if it what I'll do is I'll let it test, and then and then if it if and then what I do is I'll set the stop loss at the bottom of the test, and if it pulls below that, boom, I'm out with my stop loss. So, unfortunately, that is the case here. Uh, I do think it may recover, but there's been a lot of weakness in Tesla. I, uh, and that kind of, kind of is an important, uh, an important stock because uh, even though they're not the only EV maker out there, you know, that's one of the reasons I have a position in Ford is they're one of the most significant ones. So uh, they did, you know, companies like blank charging tend to tend to trade similarly to that, but uh, let's take a look. Yeah. Okay. This is a very interesting chart. Just had to pull this over. This is a Tesla chart here. And this is very interesting. We're 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 continuing to see weakness. I think we may pull down to six hundred on this. This might if it if this happens, this might provide a very very good buying opportunity. But at least right now, it is not. And so uh, you know, again, the uh, basically a little over a week ago, I sold all my Tesla stock. I, and I had I had it in three portfolios. So um, you know, I'm kind of waiting for it to rebound. I definitely think it will rebound because. I do think that there's a lot of things long term. They're going to sell a lot of cars, and uh, but one of the other things is is that when these when they're more rebate, I mean more tax credits for electric vehicles, they uh, along with uh, GM, GM and Tesla will will probably benefit the most from that, and that's very likely to happen uh, as there are a lot of people that are interested in promoting the electrical vehicle industry. So um, I I'm not giving up on Tesla. I just think it's going to correct and probably move lower at least for a while so uh and that's the reason that the reason i talked about in terms of blink is because uh blink has the charging stations and of course the other manufacturers besides tesla are going to have to use charging stations like that but i still think i'm still bullish on 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 blink i'm just out of the stock anytime a stock falls uh you know what i do is i keep pushing up my stop loss if it pulls back i'm typically will um will sell out and then I'll put it on the watch list and then hopefully it'll come back to a point where there's a good place to, to, uh, to buy it. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. CCIV, Neo, Tesla, Xpeng. Now, you know, right now, I just think, I just don't think it's a good time to be, um, you know, I, I, th- I think that, uh, it, you know, the EV, I'm not saying the EVs were last year. They, they definitely, you know, they definitely are going forward, but I just think that, you know, it, Stocks have their season. They don't go up, you know, it's not normal for a stock to go up, you know, five, 10% a week. So, and that's sort of what happened with, uh, <laughs> with, with Tesla last year. Thank goodness I was in it. But, uh, you know, w- when they start to pull back, sometimes they don't, they don't come, uh, 
you know, they just, they just don't come down that, 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 uh, you know, they come down and then they wait a little bit of time. I think that, you know, you gotta be careful with Xpeng. Xpeng has uh, issues in terms of, uh, in terms of baking enough cars. Um, uh, Neo uh, also is, is fairly weak in this market. Now that we may see an upturn, but right now, all of those stocks basically follow Tesla. So if Tesla is pulling back, you don't want to be in any of those other stocks either. Um, okay. Uh, question. Uh, and you prefer Ford over GM. Well, I'm not in terms of, not in terms of what they make. I actually like what GM makes more than Ford does, but, um, Ford presented an opportunity and, and, you know, and I may be totally all wet on this one, uh, presented an opportunity because it moved above a very key level. And I want to show you that. And so I basically bought it almost totally off of the chart. Uh, here, that's that's why that's why I did. I've, I was in GM before, and I I tried to hang around with GM, but I got shaken out. Now I may have been wrong. I I bought it right as it pulled above the twelve fifteen fourteen level on this day, thinking that you know we have a breakout. But it looks like we're still above the ten day line. I'm gonna I'm I I've got my I've got my line in the sand right here at the twenty one day line. That's the twenty one day exponential. That's this green line here. Uh, and that is basically, and give you the price on that. That is, uh, track the price, and that that grid that the my stop loss is set right pretty much at that level, which is 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 right is right below. It's about eleven, uh, about about eleven twenty. So I may be I may be out uh, soon on this one, but. Uh, uh, I do prefer Ford right now just because of the way it's set up. But let's look at GM. GM is is a, is a more powerful stock than Ford, and it and it does seem to be responding better. Uh, it's it's a similar it's it, it's a you know it's it's similar in terms of its um, of its chart. Uh, it's pulled below the twenty one day line, and but it looks like it's getting it's getting some support at the uh at the 40 day line so you know it's it's uh you know the buy point on this one of course is 47 uh i mean 46.71 so let me go back to the ford chart and kind of what yeah see ford and this is the reason i prefer ford on totally on a technical basis more than gm is that it's much further above the um the 40 day moving average so i do believe that at least in the short term this one is is performing a little bit better than uh than general motors so that's the reason why i like it but they're both kind of similar um the uh ford is you know it, one of the things that ford has going for it is in um you know in in it, it, once the market starts to reopen one of the first things that will do very well i believe is is uh, motor vehicles and Ford has the number one selling motor vehicle, at least in North America. And that's the Ford F-150, which has been the number one for like, I think, 50 years or something, a long time. Um, so I do I do think that they have, you know, at least based on the technicals and the the distance from the 40-day line, they're, they're very close. Uh, but I do like Ford at least right now a little bit better because it's a little bit further away from that 40-day line. And even though it's a cheaper stock, I think, typically I don't like cheaper stocks, but uh, be, even though it's a cheaper stock, I think that it's uh, performing a little bit better. All right. Uh, thanks, Adam. Uh, any hope for Amazon to recover uh, to the 19th? Down 80%. Ouch. 
Uh, let's look at Amazon. You know, this is the this is the um, this is what I'm talking about in terms of the the movement out of a sector into other sectors. Right now, of course, um, Amazon has been been pulling back. It's still in the consolidation range, and I kind of want to show you that. Let me kind of zoom in a little bit on the on it and see if we can we can get on. Yeah, there we go. All right, so let's take a look. Um, Okay, it's still in the, and I'm really zooming in, aren't I? <laughs> okay, oh, there we go. All right, there we go. Okay, these dotted lines here, this is the consolidation. And uh, we're still, you know, we're still in that kind of, we're still in, we're still range bound from about, you know, this 38, um, this 3080 on up to about about this level here. But here's the problem that I'm starting to see. Uh, we may see a reversal off, and it looks like we might have one. We may have a reversal off of the 200-day moving average. That's this line right here. This, this black line. Oops. Let's see if we can get that over there. Okay. Probably haven't zoomed in a little bit too much, but this, this should be able. You should be able to see this. This black line here is the 200-day moving average, and it looks as if we have a bounce off that. So. If this thing, you know, if 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 we were not in a uh, market trend under pressure, I would be buying this right now because there's there was a bounce. But because we're in this market trend under pressure, I want to see it move a little bit higher. It does look like it's reversing trend, but currently the trend on Amazon, at least for the last few days, has been downward. Can we buy it at this level? I think it's a little bit risky. I think we want to wait possibly until it's moved um it it's it's moved up somewhat uh and then it you know it possibly could be bought on the rebound uh but right now you know it there is a potential that this will recover because it does look like it potentially is making a um it it does look like it's making a rebound so let me get back to the 100% chart here there we go i think it's 100 okay so it it does look it does look as if it is making a potential stand here at the uh at, at the two hundred at the two hundred day line. That's right. That's right here. Okay. There we go. The two hundred day line is at about thirty eighty two. It's at thirty ninety two. So it's just ten dollars above that, which for Amazon is not that much considering how expensive a stock it is. Um, we do have in this there is some evidence that there will be a bounce here. And the reason is, is because of this little line here. This this blue line is above the average. And so that, that seems like there's some there's some there's some uh, people coming in and buying this. I think this is mainly programmatic traders. Uh, I think this I think this is mainly programmatic traders. I have an alert basically right here, and the reason I do is because I want to see it move. Really above about about this about this level about um, uh, thirty one seventy five because if it moves above that so I do think then it will start to possibly to move up again as you can see it's just it's in a channel here and just kind of moving up and down and I do believe that this is significant so I do think that we possibly will see a uh, rebound on on um, on Amazon but right now it's just you just can't buy it because 
it uh, it's not ready. It's it you will want to see it. We want to see it reverse. So if you're down more than seven percent on this one, I always say this. I know I'm preaching this, but if you're down more than seven percent on this one, you know, please consider selling it and taking the cash and waiting for a more opportune time. It may pull above this level, but it may it may not too, because I do think the overall trend in the market is changing somewhat. We're not in it, we're not in a correction yet. Uh, but we could easily be in one by the middle of next week. So we have to be extremely careful in entering new positions. It's better to be right now. It's it right now. It, we got to play the defensive game a little bit more. And um, you know, it's just, it's just that way. Okay. Great question. Thank you. Um, uh, it's with investing in Southwest airlines when they come um, uh, being down, my price is, is 47 and I'm up 20%. That's very good. Actually, my stop loss will be around. Okay. Let's take a look. Very good question. You know, it, when 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 the economy does reopen, you know, Southwest, which is uh, you know the best of you know the best of the best. I think it's L O V E. Is that is that there? Symbol I can't remember. No. <laughs> what is their symbol? Uh, is it S W A? Can't remember for for Southwest Airlines. Unfortunately, I should know these offhand. Well. Heck, okay. Um, let me get the chart up there for Southwest. So let me let me just see if I can. Um, what I'm doing right now is I am um, looking up the symbol LUV, <laughs> but. I, I put the E on it, and it's L-U-V. Yeah, okay, L-U-V. Had to, had, to, had to look up that. There we go. So, you know, that's actually a pretty good-looking chart. That's actually a really good-looking chart. It moved right through the buy point. So, you know, it, wow, okay. It's, it's, uh, it's not even all that much extended above the 10-day line. So would I buy it here? It's, it, this is extended. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's extended right now, but it's, it's still, it's, this is, this is going to be a good one when it, when it comes back, it's almost at its, it's almost at its peak level here. There we go. It's almost at its peak level. So here's what I would do with Amazon. I mean, with, with, with love, you're looking pretty good. I mean, the, the, the checklist is a little bit low at 55%. The ownership though is still very strong. 1,512 funds in it. So that's very, very good. Uh, the industry sector is definitely improving. And this is this is going to be, you know, this is one of the things, and I, and I do think that there is going to be rotation from some of the tax into, this, in, into these kind of things on the, on the reopened economy. Uh, Southwest is probably at the top of the list in terms of uh, its return to profitability. Um, so what, here's what I would say with this. So, um, you know, my, my price is 46.7. So let's kind of take a look. Okay, that's good, actually. Um, boy, you're, you're, you, 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 you definitely, this was a very, very good move, by the way. And I probably should have been looking at this one because here's the thing. And I'm just going to show you the, the, the chart on this one. Let's move in a little bit. Yeah, this, by the way, this is, this was a very good, um, oops, that's, little bit more yeah it's kind of yeah 
trying to get the right. There we go. 200% is probably too much. <laughs> All right. Let's see if we can. Yeah. Okay. Wow. You, you came in and you, oops. there we go. Yeah, you definitely. Sorry. Hopefully, we'll have it. There we go. Hopefully, this will work. Okay. So, you came in basically right here, right before the up. That is an excellent place. That was an excellent place to buy it, by the way, at 46. Based on, based on this chart, I mean, you really bought it correctly. By the way, what I'm doing here is whenever you see a formation like this, this is a. Um, uh, you know this 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 formation is a what they call a double bottom, and, and, and I don't know if you can see this in here, but this is a double bottom, and this is a very this is the second probably one of the one of the better one of the better chart patterns a double bottom, and then the way you find out where your buy point is with a double bottom is you draw the line from the from the peak of the double bottom down straight, and then when it goes above that, and you can see it went above that forty day line. That's where you want to buy it, and you you certainly bought it correctly, uh, and you're up twenty percent. Um, your stop loss currently should be at the ten day line. Okay, it should be right there. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to I'm going to set an alert at the ten day line. Well, heck. So this is what you want to do. You want you want to set a you want to set an alert at about the ten day line. You don't really want to let it go below this ten day line, but fifty four fifty two. Should be your stop loss on this one. Fifty four fifty two, uh, probably would be a very very good place to be uh, in terms of this. So fifty four um, fifty fifty four fifty two uh, stop loss on LUV at uh, the ten day line. So if if I was in it as well as you were, and you've done a terrific job here by this is a, this is an excellent you bought it at an excellent 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 place, uh, you you definitely got this pop very very nice, but here's where I would be putting my uh, my stop loss is right at the ten day line, right here, because it is pulling back a little bit. I don't think it's going to fall. I think it's going to probably reverse based on this. Uh, but I think you want to put your stop loss at the 10-day line, and then as the 10-day line, as as it moves, you know, further and further, you're going to move that 10-day line up a little bit. But uh, excellent, uh, you you really made a good you really made a good buy on um, on uh, um, on on love. I mean, it, it, you did terrific. I mean, that I wish I had <laughs> I wish I had done that. That is that is very very good. Um. Okay, Bitcoin at $55.90. You know what? I would probably sell. I would probably sell. And the reason I would sell, at least in the short term, Bitcoin is probably going to pull back a little bit. And the reason is, I think, and again, you know, this is what I'm thinking, is because of the treasury rates going up. I do think, unfortunately, that our treasury is very anti-Bitcoin. And even though Elon Musk and Tesla bought a lot of Bitcoin, uh, I still think that uh, you, there could be a little bit of a pullback here. I'm a lot more I'm a lot more comfortable with Bitcoin at about the $35,000 uh, level rather than the 52. I think it's a little bit extended. 
a little bit extended. All right. Uh, hey, yeah, um, HP is doing good, finally. <laughs> what do you think? You know, uh, for full disclosure here, my brother was a, was a senior sales manager at HP for quite a while, and um, it's a great company. It uh, They moved their headquarters, which HPE did, um, to uh, and I'm going to look. At, I'm, I'm going to look at HPE first, and then HPQ. It's, it trades under two two symbols. It looks like HPE is sort of moving right up that. You know, the chart seems to be pretty good for HPE. It's still a little bit low in terms of the relative strength. It's earnings in four days. Wouldn't buy it into earnings. Just just not the time to do it. But let's look at HPQ. That's of course you know as you know HP was split into. There we go. Yeah. And HPQ is probably the better of the two. There we go. There's HPQ, and it looking like it's gotten got a lot of strength, but it's pulled it it's pulled up at twenty three. So they have had a very good earnings report. So that's you know based on the earnings, and and we and we had a had a, had a major buy. This unfortunately, this company doesn't really. Um, I'm not that excited about it right yet. I do think it's making some very nice progress. Uh, I just do. I think with this one, we're a little bit too far extended from the 21 day line to buy it. Here's what I would do: I would wait to see if it pulls back a little bit and it reverses on the 21 day line. If it does, then I would might consider being a buyer. But it doesn't appear, at least you know, the checklist is good and the ownership is excellent, and the industry is quite still quite good. So, it, but this, I just get the distinct impression. Let's take a look at some of the statistics here. Um, you know, I just get the I just get the distinct impression that, you know, it's starting to return to profitability. So it might be it's just not a really good buy point on this one yet. The last cup of handle base was at twenty one, and that was a while back. Um, so the question is, is it viable at this level? Well, I just don't know. You know, you the place to buy it would be off that twenty one day line, and currently, that that twenty one day line is. Uh, let's see if I can get my screen back here there we go uh that that tw the 21 day line is let's see if i can get it at 26.92 we're just a tad above that um i just don't know i i don't i don't i don't this doesn't really excite me as much as it should i mean it's a good company they're solid uh but i just don't think you're going to make a whole lot of money on it uh right now so i would i would watch list this one but i probably wouldn't be a buyer on it um, okay. Uh, oh, we're, we're over an hour. Let's do this last question. Thank you very much. Tesla, your thought on Tesla in the next uh, 30 days? That's a very good question, by the way. And I'm very interested in that, too. So TSLA is the stock, of course. And it's looking out 30 days. So we're going to go definitely to the monthly chart first and take a look there. And, uh, you know, Tesla hasn't been around a total long period of time, but it's still... You know, it's still moving up, and it's still holding, you know, holding to this very, very tight, to 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 this to this very, very tight um, level. I do think it needs to. I need. I do think it needs to correct. I, I really believe that, and I think it needs to correct down to about the six hundred dollar level. Yeah. See, the last buy point on the consolidation was at five hundred two. So I think that you know we may have. I, I think we're going to see some support. Right at about six hundred. So, my guess, and it's only a guess, believe me, because I, I don't, I, you know, I don't have any insider information on this one. But my guess is that we're going to see a bounce at six hundred, and um, I'm much more interested at six hundred 
then I'm obviously at 675. I do think it's going to continue to pull back. It's off $105 today. So that's a lot. And let's see where it ends. Not a good time to buy this. Uh, never try to catch a falling knife. It's just way too dangerous. Uh, but uh, with Tesla in the next 60 days, I think it's going to pull back possibly to 600. That's what I've been saying all week. Uh, and of course, I sold all my Tesla basically last week. Um, but, you know, I was selling up a little bit higher, you know, in the, in the, about the, uh, you know, the, the, the 760 range. So, um, I do think it's going to pull back to 600. I probably will find some support at 600, but it may go lower. It may go all the way down to 502. Don't think that's going to happen, but it may. So right now, not a very good time to, um, you know, not, not a good time, unfortunately, to be buying Tesla, at least in the short term. Let's, you know, wait on it. And then I think, you know, uh, we'll be we'll be good to go. Uh, probably, uh, you know, probably in a month. I think it'll stabilize more. But don't buy Tesla now. It is definitely in a downtrend. So don't don't uh, don't catch that falling life. Well, thanks everybody for uh, you know for uh, for watching today. Really appreciate it. Of course, uh, if you like to get on the um, free trade alerts, it's super easy. Just just subscribe. It's no problem at all. If you're watching on, on uh, YouTube or on uh, Twitch or um, Facebook, just go to www.dallastradingfloor. Now, if you're watching on um, if you if you're watching on TikTok, it's super easy to get onto the Axe Trailers too. All you have to do is uh, is go to my profile, hit that thing that says Beacons, and then it will take you right to the sign up page. And of course it's free and you can quit anytime you like. So it's just, it's, it's free, but it's a nice way. I sent out a trade alert uh, yesterday and also the one this morning on the conditions of the market and some of the top groups. So I try to get to that, you know, it's not every day. It just depends on what's happening in the market, but uh, you know, it's a quick way to sometimes see kind of um, you know, what, what's happening in the, in the overall market. I try to put it together. And also I put together, some of these trades, and I may be putting together a trade here on Boeing, a long-term kind of bearish trade on Boeing because I don't, I don't like their prospects at least in the next in, in the next few months. I do think they're going to move down, so that there's a great way to profit from that because in the market you can make money if it goes up or goes down. So till to, till Monday, uh, let's see. Let's one last question. I just want to check to make sure. Um, Neo. Hey, well, anyways, Fernanda, by the way, Fernanda, thank you very much for that. Um, you too. Have a nice weekend. I'll be back on Monday, 2.30 Central. Thanks for watching. See you then.